0: Good afternoon, my Conscious Co-Creators. Welcome to the final edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour for 2018. No, we're not ending the show completely. We're just taking a break today. Uh, this evening, actually, I leave uh, for vacation. I'll be away for two weeks, so um, I am, uh, will not be broadcasting uh, for the next couple of weeks, but I will be back in January, so make sure you come back, Uh, let me see, what it'll be, it'll be January 2nd, 3rd, 4th or 5th, something like that, you know, the first Thursday in January, I will be back on the air, um, streaming live for all of you. And uh, I just want to start off the show giving a big shout out and appreciation to all of my loyal fans and listeners for sticking with me throughout the year, throughout all the changes, through different things that have happened. And uh, I really uh, appreciate all of you. Without you, the show would not be possible. All right, let's get started with our quotes of the day. We have a wonderful guest on our lines today. We'll bring him in first. First we got to have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Living in time and space just might be the scariest, most heartbreaking and lonely path an angel could ever choose. Until, of course, they realize that being scared doesn't mean they can't make a difference. Broken hearts can still love just fine, and that feeling lonely doesn't mean they're actually alone. Then they'll laugh an angel laugh, fluff their wings, and dare a new dare all over again. Love your halo, the universe. <laughs> ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley and the universe, constantly reminding us, um, that we are all angels, uh, in our own way. And, uh, even though, uh, some people may not always see it, you know, we do have our fluffy wings behind us and, you know, he's trying to remind us, I think in this quote, the universe is trying to remind us that yes, being human is hard. Yes. Living life in this world can be difficult. Yes, there are all kinds of trials and tribulations that we go through. And even though sometimes it's scary, sometimes it's heartbreaking, sometimes it feels lonely, sometimes life just doesn't seem like the glorious thing we feel it should be, we can still make a difference we can still love we can still cherish the world we can still uh we are still actually not alone there are still millions of people out there just waiting for us to spread our wings to share our message to be authentically who we truly are and to reach new heights Nobody ever promised you a rose garden. Remember that old phrase? Nobody ever said it was going to be easy. But just because it's not easy does not mean it's not worth doing. Just because sometimes things feel a little bit harder, a little bit more uncomfortable, maybe a lot more uncomfortable than we would like it to be, does not mean that there are not great things waiting for us. It does not mean that there are not also good times in life. It does not mean uh, that there are not amazing, awe-inspiring, jaw-dropping moments in our life. We're here to be who we are. We're amazing individuals. And we've got a lot to contribute to life. So let's not let a few mm, awkward moments, let's not let those uneasy times prevent us from being who we are and from living life the way it's meant to be lived. Awesome. I love this quote from the universe. I hope you liked it. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Ooh, quite a different quote. Metabolism is vibrational response to your moment in time. Metabolism is the way the energy is moving through your body, and so everything is in response to the way you feel. Everything is. Everything is mind over matter. Every disease is mental first. Everything is about thought. Everything is about vibration. Everything is about the way you feel. Practice scenarios that feel good and never mind reality. Reality is only a brief moment in time that you keep repeating. Abraham. Ooh, this is a juicy quote. And, and on the surface, it may seem like, well, this is really one about, you know, being in time and space. But in fact... It's actually a very energetic quote. So he's talking about our metabolism. He's talking about you know, how our body is really just responding to this particular moment in time to the energy that's flowing through us. And this is something, if you remember a lot of the quotes that I've said, if you've read any or listened to any of Abraham's material around disease and Stuff. It's really all about how we're feeling in the moment, and and how and and how the body is responding to to what we're focusing on, to how we feel, to our energy. It is really uh, nothing more than a complete reflection of where we're at. And when there's some disease, when our body is not acting optimally, when it's not really being the way we think it should be, it's an indication. It's a sign that there's some lesson there for us. It's a sign that either our thoughts, our focus, or our energy is not completely in alignment with who and what we truly are. Now look, uh, are we saying that like if you don't feel well that you shouldn't take an aspirin? No, not at all. But what we're saying is if you don't feel well, look for the gift in it. What is it trying to tell us? What is the message for us in there? Because if we get the message, if we get what our body is trying to tell us then we can release it move forward get to that better feeling place and it is gone it is no longer in our vibration in our field in our body now you may say but sam you know when my foot hurts it hurts for like a week and you know it just doesn't go away Well, maybe that's because you haven't gotten the real message about your foot hurting. Maybe it's more than just, oh, I banged my foot into the door or the wall. Maybe the reason why you banged it into the wall was because you weren't looking where you were going. Because maybe there's some resistance to moving forward. To maybe it's time for you to step on a new path And there's some fear, there's some anger, some resentment about stepping onto this new path. And our body is very interesting. It's often very symbolic of what is going on in our life. Perfect example. Had somebody come see me once for a healing session and he was like, "Oh, Sam, you know, my neck—it's been bothering me for weeks. I—I I don't know what's going on. You know, nothing seems to work." And I felt into it, and I was like, "Hmm. Tell me, are there any people in your life that you feel are a pain in the neck?" And he started to rattling off. "Oh, sure. There's my mother-in-law. There's this one. There's that one. My boss. There's..." And he rattled off like almost 10 names in an instant of people who felt like they were a pain in the neck. And as we talked about these people being a pain in the neck and how maybe that physical pain in their neck is related to this person's perception of these people being a pain in the neck and we changed that perspective, suddenly his neck stopped hurting him. Hmm, isn't that amazing? Our body loves to be literal with us. So is it a pain in the neck? A pain in the rump? You know, if our stomach is bothering us, are we not digesting something in our life? So what Abraham is trying to say here is, you know, don't be so focused on this physical reality and think it's so hard and so immutable and so stuck. It's only a moment in time. Where is your focus? Where is your energy? Where are your thoughts going? I remember one time a good friend of mine who, who, who uh, uh, I, I, I love talking to. He had a great perspective on life. And I remember I met him at some event, and he was sitting on the couch, and he didn't look too well. And I'm like, Nemanja, what's going on? Oh, you know, you don't look so hot. And he goes, Oh yeah, I'm feeling sick. I'm feeling this and that. And he goes, Oh but it's wonderful. I love what it's doing to my body. (laughs) And I just couldn't help but laugh when he said that because it's obvious he was in a lot of discomfort. Yet he found a way to make that discomfort something that served him instead of something to be upset about. And by doing that, he actually got better and got well much more quickly than if he had just complained about it and said oh I feel awful I feel horrible no he was like oh I love what it's doing to my body because he knew it was working something out that there was something there that wasn't in alignment and it had to be released and I think that is just exactly what Abraham is talking about in this quote that if we can love everything that's going on in our body, even if it's some form of discomfort, that if we love it and listen to it and ask it, what is the lesson in here for me? What is the gift? Then that gift can come to us so much easier and we can release the discomfort that much more quickly two wonderful beautiful quotes from the universe and from Abraham our last quotes of the year I want you to take these with you into the new year I hope you've enjoyed them as you do all of uh, my quotes and please like let me know do you enjoy the quotes of the day are you tired of them Sam stop reading these quotes of the day and talking about them I'm sick of them or Sam we love them Keep going. Let me know. And uh, thank you for all of my Facebook uh, Live fans, Martha, Joe, uh, Susan, Jonathan, William, Lee. Oh, it's wonderful to see you on the live stream. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll stay with us for the entire show because I've got a really, really amazing guest who will be coming on um, after these messages. And as always, if you'd like to call in and ask your own questions during the show, the call-in number is 877-877 four eight zero four one two zero and louise says sam keep going all right louise thank you so much we'll keep those quotes going thank you Uh, let's stay tuned and we will be right back after these messages
2: you're listening to the talking alternative network
1: Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut?
2: Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday except for the next two weeks I'm taking off on vacation, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. And it is my pleasure now to introduce to you my guest, Douglas Vermiran, who is an internationally renowned speaker, leader, mentor, and filmmaker who has interviewed 400 of the world's business and motivational leaders to glean the wisdom that creates personal power mastery, the skill of leading a life of achievement and success on every level. Doug has distilled that wisdom down into to a book appropriately named Personal Power Mastery. Over the last two decades, Douglas has conducted extensive research into the lives of the world's top achievers. He has captured the success strategies of top business leaders from Nike, Reebok, Fruit of the Loom, FedEx, KFC, United Airlines, Microsoft, Disney, and the individual transformation methodologies from a array of superstars who came to prominence in the movie The Secret. Uh, Douglas is also the producer and director of three of the 10 leading personal development movies ever made, The Opus, which features Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Joe Vitale, John Demartini, uh, Marcy Shimhoff, who's actually going to be in my show next year, Morris Goodman, Bob Dylan, and others, The Gratitude Experiment with Bob Proctor, Marie Diamond, John Demartini, John Gray, and The Treasure Map with John Martini, Laurel Lang- Langemeyer, who will also be on my show next year, uh, Raymond Aaron, uh, Marshall Silver, and Randy Gage, who was on my show last year. Um, he's a widely sought out as a regular featured expert on Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, CTV, CBC, the Huffington Post, the Daily News, and others. The native Canadian has offered three books in the Guerrilla Marketing Series and it is my pleasure to welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Doug. How are you today? Hey, Doug, you there? Hey, Doug, are you there? Oop, I think we're having a little bit of trouble on the phone lines. Doug, if you can hear me, uh, do me a favor. Please call back in. I think we're having a little trouble on the line. Okay, we'll, we'll get him right back. We've been having some trouble with the phone lines lately. I'm not quite sure why, um, but we'll do our best to get him in uh, on the uh, this, the show as soon as he can call back. Um. So, uh, uh, personal power mastery. This is something that uh, uh, he's been working on for quite a while. I mean, obviously, he's been doing uh, uh, years, uh, decades of research, and uh, we're going to. Uh, let's see. I think we're going to get him back on the line now. Um, go ahead, boom up, uh, Doug. Are you there? Can you hear me?
2: I am. I am. Ah, wonderful, wonderful,
0: I can hear Doug. You.
1: Uh, I could hear you, but
0: for some reason, you couldn't hear me. Ah, I see.
1: Oh. Well, we're, good. we're good. We're here now. <laughs>
0: All right. Great, Doug. Well, I hear you now. I'm going to ask you to speak kind of loud. We've got a little bit of static in the background. Um, Hello? Yes. Um, go ahead, Doug. So, uh, can, uh, now you can't hear me, can you? Doug, do me a favor. Can you hear me? I think we might have been disconnected again. No, I hear you. We hear you just fine. Are you there, Doug? Ah, uh, we we're, we're having phone trouble again. Doug, can you if you can hear me, I want to give you a different number to call back on on.
1: Okay, that'd be perfect.
0: Okay, Doug, give Go me d- uh, try uh, the 212-721-8180, okay? 8180. Yep. Sounds good. Okay, we'll have Doug call back in a second on the other line. Hopefully the other line is a little bit better. Um, I apologize. Uh we recently had a change here uh with Spectrum our internet service provider and uh, uh we're we're hoping that uh, uh the the we'll be able to get them fixed in the new year. Uh please bear with us uh as we you know when you're Uh, a station you know we have technical problems you have to deal with okay doug do we got you back on the line can you hear me
1: hello
0: yeah doug can you hear me
1: hello
0: doug can you hear me hello uh this is not working is it
1: hello hello
0: yes doug douglas can you hear me uh okay this is going to be a problem Um, Okay, I'm going to have my engineer um, take him out of the phone system, put him on hold, pick up, and let him know that we have a problem. All right. So um, I'm not sure that we're going to be able to bring Doug on this time. We'll we'll have to reschedule him because he's he's someone special, and I'm not quite sure what to do with the the phone lines, but we'll get that fixed, and then we'll uh, we'll have to bring him back on because it doesn't seem to be, uh, able to work with our phone system today. I apologize. I really, uh, this guy's really someone special. We'll, we'll bring him back on to the show another time. So, um, yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Okay. We're going to talk about personal mastery since that was the topic, uh, we were going to talk about with Doug and unfortunately I'm afraid we're, we're not going to be able to uh, bring him in. Um, so, personal mastery. What is personal mastery? Personal mastery, it's not about lifting a thousand pounds. It's not about running the ultimate marathon. It's not about making bazillions of dollars. Personal mastery, is really about being in control of our responses to life. Personal mastery, it's about understanding and shedding light onto the programming that we all have, that we've all lived through, that we've all had our bouts with. Because how many times have you said to yourself, hmm, I wonder why I did that. Gee, you know, I made that same mistake before and before and before. And we look at our life and we begin to realize that sometimes there are forces at work that run very deep may have to do with some childhood trauma. may have to do with how our parents raised us. It may have to do with the bullies in our neighborhood. It may have to do even with our accumulated experience over life. And what happens is we instinctually get this pattern in our brains. When X happens, I have to do Y. When Y happens, I have to do X. When Z happens, I have to do A. And these are learned responses to events that we just learn. And I want to say they're like short term solutions for a long term problem. There's some issue, there's something gnawed us, there's some problem. And we focus on what's going to give us relief in the moment or what we think or what we feel is the best way out of this situation. And what we don't realize is, is it's a program running inside of us. That it's something that often has been going on for years and years and years and because it's so familiar and because we're so caught up in it and, and it's so natural and instinctive, we don't examine it. We don't look at it. You know, why is it happening? Why are we responding this way? And so that unexamined life is one which is actually very disempowering because we don't allow ourselves to have a different choice in the matter. And a mastery comes when we look at all of these little responses we do and can say to ourselves, you know what? I know whenever somebody does this, I always respond that way. But you know what? I don't have to respond that way next time. I don't have to fall into that same pattern that I always do and by shining the light on the on those habits those patterns by adding just a little bit more consciousness to it we're able to live a more empowered life we're able to master ourselves now, how does that mastery show up in our lives? It can show up very differently. I mean, the basic and the fundamental way that mastery shows up is just through making different choices, is just through um, making, seeing how we're about to follow the same pattern and then making a different choice. And then how do we actually apply that and how do we actually integrate that into our lives? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in our next segment. But I just want to first get down that idea and get you to understand that mastery is about being aware of the choices that we make. Step one, being more conscious, being more aware taking a step back and just noticing what we normally do. And once we've noticed what we normally do, then there's some room, then there's some space for us to make a different choice. And when we come back after these messages, we're going to talk about, okay, What are these different choices we're making? What is a more empowered perspective which we can live our life and how does that affect us physically, emotionally, spiritually? And how we can master almost any aspect of our life. So please stay with me. And if you're on the Facebook Live, unfortunately, the phones aren't working today. I'm going to ask you to type in your questions in the Facebook Live. So if you're listening on talkradio.nyc, you can go to my Facebook Live feed, which is on facebook.com slash samwyz. Um, If you go to that URL, you should see the live video. Please like the video. Please share it. And any questions and comments you may have, please type them in. I promise you I will get to them as much as I can today. So please stay with me. We'll be right back after these messages.
2: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Unfortunately, we're having some technical troubles with our phone lines today. Um, We will get them resolved and uh, next year we'll get uh, Doug Vamiran back on our show um, to share with us his brilliance. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about mastery, personal mastery, mastery over ourselves. So... Um, as I mentioned in our last segment, uh, the first step to mastery is awareness. It's being aware of our patterns, our choices, our default mode. You know, what, what do we do by default in our lives that we don't really pay attention to? So now we pay attention to them. Now we look at them. Now we're aware of them and we can say to ourselves, I don't want to make that same choice. I don't want to have that second scoop of ice cream. I don't want to um, uh, treat the people in my relationships the same way. I don't want to make uh, the same kinds of business deals that I've made in the past. Great. Now we, we have awareness. Now we make a choice that we want to change. So how does that change show up? So... One thing I very much don't recommend is we do a complete three sixty, we go in the opposite direction, we try and be completely different than the way we were before that's like going from from zero to a hundred in our car. Not very recommended with ourselves because it's not very sustainable because physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically. We've been used to this pattern for so long. And yes, we can interrupt the pattern and we can change it. But by, by making too dramatic and too drastic a change, it, there's the foundation isn't there. The new neural pathways, the grooves, haven't been really cut into this new pattern yet. So I say we have to be very gentle with ourselves and take baby steps and start making the change a little at a time. Because making a drastic change, now for some people with extreme personalities, maybe that's the way they need to go. But for other people, for most of us, I think we feel that you know making a little bit of a change is much easier than making a huge change. And if we make a little bit of a change, then we can make a little bit more of a change and build on top of that. Like I I remember a long time ago, I had this gentleman on by the name of Stu who was a marathon runner. And I asked him, well, how did you start running marathons? And he said, well, you know what? One day I just got out of my house, I ran to the closest telephone pole, and then I ran back. And that was all he did that day. The next day he did it again. The next day he did it again. The next day he did it again. The following day, he didn't run to the first telephone pole. He ran to the second telephone pole. And he did that for a few days. And then after a few more days, he ran to the third telephone pole and then the fourth telephone pole and then the fifth telephone pole. And he built it up little by little by little by little over time until he became this amazing, like world-renowned marathon runner who not only ran like 26-mile marathons, he ran like 50 and 100-mile marathons. The man was incredible. So um, the way we make the change, once we've brought the awareness, we then focus on, okay, what's the little bit of change I can make as opposed to the big dramatic changes? So maybe we haven't been to the gym for a while. and We go to the gym, and if we try and do an hour-and-a-half workout the first time, the next day we're so sore and our body feels so beat up that we're like, oh, my God, I can't take this, and we don't go back the next day. But if the first time we go to the gym, and I'm sorry, I'm using a lot of like very, very physical changes because they're, the, they're the easiest ones to understand and capture, but maybe we just do 20 minutes on the treadmill or 20 minutes on the elliptical or maybe we just start with the five-pound weights and just do some weightlifting with five-pound free weights. And then, you know, we 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 do it for a while. The next day, we don't feel so sore. We don't feel so bad. So maybe we come back or maybe we skip a day and then we come back. And then we do the 10-pound weights. And we work with the 10-pound weights for a little while. And then we come back and then we work with the 20-pound weights. And slowly but surely, we build up the muscle so that we have a strong foundation upon which to make a massive change. And by making this little bit of a change each day or consistently, after a year, we find that we've come quite a long ways from where we started. Think about it. If each day you just ran one block, and then after three or four or five days, you added another block. And after another three or four or five days, you added another block. How many blocks would you be running or how many miles would you be running by the end of the year? If you just went to the gym two, three times a week and you started with five-pound weights and every week you increase that even by one pound or two pounds, how many pounds would you be working with by the end of the year? if instead of saying, you know, I'm just completely changing my diet, I'm I'm not eating any of this or any of that anymore, you just started to cut down a little bit and started to replace maybe some of those things you know aren't the best, aren't the healthiest for you, and just started to replace it with more whole foods, a little bit more vegetables. Instead of that cake after dinner, maybe you're having fruit. And slowly but surely, not all at once, not dramatically. Now, again, if there's something going on in your life and you need to make a dramatic change, by all means, make the dramatic change. But I'm talking to those people where, like, everything's basically okay, but you want to be better. You know, you're pretty healthy, but you know you could be healthier. You eat pretty well, but you know you could eat better. Just little by little, take one aspect of your diet and change it just one aspect per month let's say you know it doesn't have to be the whole thing just say okay this month i'm going to add a little bit more green vegetables maybe next month i'll add more root vegetables maybe next month more you know raw food the following month more soups the following month you know you know less carbs whatever it happens to be but little by little by little we build this foundation, we build these new pathways in our brains that support the greater changes over time. That's how we develop mastery. Now, some people may disagree with me. Some people may say, no, you should just cut it off completely and and just start making this massive change right away and be totally different. My experience has been those kinds of changes don't often last that when we do that, we haven't built up the energetic muscle to support it, so we're more likely to fall back when there's some interruption, when something happens that knocks us off center. How about in our relationships? Okay, so maybe when you make a friend, you, you're used to like just telling them everything, and you reveal your deepest, darkest secrets. And a week later, you find out they've told all their friends. And that's not what you expected or wanted. So maybe now, instead of, when you make a new friend, telling them everything right away, maybe you'd be a little more curious about them. And you just spend some time with them. Before you go telling them your deepest, darkest secrets, just practice spending time with them. Get together on the weekends, the evenings, once, twice a week. Don't rush into it so quickly. And get to really know the person before you start sharing those things with them. And if you're the type of person who always ends up dating, quote-unquote, the same person in a different package, well, maybe you can take a little bit of time when you first meet someone even if the chemistry is amazing, even if you feel, oh, this is my soulmate, my twin flame, oh, this is the perfect person for me. You know what? It takes time to see a person. It takes time to know a person. It takes time to see how they are in different situations. So maybe instead, even though you might feel like this is the one for you, to take your time and really get to know them before you get so emotionally invested in the relationship to see how do they show up when things don't go their way? How do they talk about their family? How do they talk about their ex-partners? You know, all of that gives us some clues into who they really are. Because remember, when we first meet somebody, they're always on their best behavior, right? There's that honeymoon period. It's called a honeymoon period for a reason. And maybe after being with them a month, two months, three months, six months, you begin to see more of who they are. Warts and all. And maybe they are the perfect person for you. And maybe those warts show your own warts. And maybe by taking that time, you've gotten to know them better. You've built a deeper relationship built on trust. You've built a foundation that can stand the test of time. That's not a flash in the pan that's here one day and gone tomorrow. You know, people ask me all the time, what is the secret to amazing relationships? Two things, trust and communication. The interesting thing is, in order to build trust, you have to have good communication. And good communication is not just about telling them everything about yourself. It's about asking questions about them and truly listening and being present to the conversation, not just about what they say, but about how you feel about what they say. How does it sit with you? Not just in the moment, but the next day, and the next week. Because sometimes there's that little comment, sometimes is that little issue that at uh, face value you don't think is such a big deal but after you sit with it and you think about it you realize you know what that really wasn't such a kind thing that they said you know what the way that person treated the waiter or waitress in the restaurant that really wasn't very nice those little things can give you clues and how that person acted when the focus wasn't on them but on somebody else, that also can tell you a lot about the person. All right? So take time. Get to really know the person. Now, this is true whether it's a personal relationship, a business relationship, a friendship, whatever, any kind of relationship. Take time to really get to know the person. Ask questions. Be curious. On the upside, you may learn things about them that are incredible. You may get to know them in a way that you might not have otherwise. So taking time Whether it's to find out that there's something good or something bad, doesn't matter. There's no good or bad. But to really find out deeply about the person, it will serve you in so many ways. I pray that if you get nothing else out of today's broadcast, you get this. Take your time. With whatever change you're trying to make, with whatever you know, mastery you're trying to create in your life, take time. Build that solid foundation and that mastery will serve you for the rest of your life. Okay. Well, believe it or not, we're coming into our last segment of the show, so thank you all for staying with me. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk about Maybe some rituals for how to end 2018 and how to begin 2019. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages.
2: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. talkingalternative.com
0: Welcome back to the final Conscious Consultant Hour of 2018. Thank you all for staying with me. Uh, again, my apologies for having trouble with the phone lines and not being able to have my guest on the show, but we, I promise we will have him back on in 2019 once we get these phone issue resolved. Okay, so we're coming up to the end of the year. We've got a couple of weeks, two and a half weeks to go to the end of the year. How do I like to finish off the year? So I saw something really interesting the other day uh, uh, from a friend of mine. I thought it was a very good way of looking back on the prior year. And as opposed to thinking, what happened to us in 2018? Look back and let's ask ourselves, what happened for us in 2018? And I really like that because it gives us a whole different perspective, a whole different way of looking at things. Because often we think, oh, I can't believe this happened to me, that happened to me, or it was great that this happened to me, or that happened to me. And when we look at things happening to us, there's a sort of a lack of agency there. There's really a lack of empowerment there. But when we say these things happen for us, then we remind ourselves that life is supporting us, that life is there to help us, that life is actually treating us very well. Um, So I want to keep that question in mind as we go through what I typically, and I've talked about this before in the show, how I like to close out the year. And so what I do is I come up with, take a sheet of paper and I actually have a form I created and if anybody wants it, you can email me at sam at talkradio.nyc and I'll send you the form and it's sort of uh, uh, archiving your year. And on the form, I have specific questions on different areas of life and it's just like, what happened in this area of life? What happened in that area of life? And basically, you just write down you know, what are the major highlights? What are the things? So I, I, the, the different areas are things like well, what happened in business, career, and finance? What happened around money? What happened around relationships? What happened around uh, uh, travel? What happened around events? What kinds of experiences did I have during the year? What kinds of people did I meet during the year? Um, you know, what kind of major life events? What kinds of things related to family, related to friends? um, and, and you kind of look at your life and just kind of chop it up. Now, again, these are questions I came up with. These are things I heard from other people. You can take your life and look at any kind of different category in your life. You know, how, you know, what happened during the year to you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Um, you know, what did you learn? What kinds of books did you read? What kinds of, concerts did you go to you know what new people did you meet in your life um who um transitioned in your life who's no longer in your life you see these are all different kinds of questions that we can ask ourselves and they don't have to necessarily be long drawn out answers but write them down okay in 2018 this happened, That happened. Uh, I, I met this person. This, I became good friends with this person. Uh, this friend moved away, and I don't see them anymore. Uh, this family member transitioned. Um, I, I got a new pet. I got rid of an old pet. you know I got a bunch of new house plants. all my house plants died. <laughs> you know whatever happened for you, just writing it down and take that piece of paper or a few pieces of paper, and put it in an envelope and save it. Now, the key is not just doing it for one year, but when you do it every year, year after year after year, over the decades, you can go back and look at these, and it's like you have a whole book of your life. Because I can guarantee you, you'll write down things that happened that five years from now you won't remember. And so by sort of archiving your year, by putting it down on paper... You're actually saving it and you can use it as reference for the future. And there are all kinds of things. There are all kinds of different things. Again, like different trips. Maybe places you went that you never went before. Maybe your dreams. It's like, oh, I, I had this amazing dream that I want to go to the Grand Canyon. Never been to the Grand Canyon. Or a friend inspired me about this or that. Or I read this amazing book that changed my life, or I got a new coach and she really worked with me in a beautiful way. You know, how often do we take time to reflect back on all the things we experienced and learned? And, and it's not about capturing every single detail, though some people are very good at that. But by just reflecting on it and putting it down on paper, and you don't have to necessarily do it all at once. You know, you can you know take five minutes a day for the last three, four, five days of the year and put down all these things and save it. Now, how do we start twenty nineteen? Take those exact same questions. And instead of turning them into what happened in 2018, say, in 2019, this is my vision around this area of my life. Some people like to write it from the perspective as if the year going forward, it's the end of the year already, and you're writing it back, looking back, saying, oh, I had a marvelous time doing this or doing that. That hasn't even happened yet. That you actually place yourself in the future and you write it out as if it's December 31st, 2019, talking about all the amazing and wonderful and tremendous things that happened to you in 2019 that haven't even happened yet. So it's your way of putting out to the universe as if it's already happened Hey, I had these amazing relationships I developed. I had these amazing relationships. My career, my job, my business developed in this way. I'm so grateful for this happening or that happening. And by putting it out there as if it's already happened, you're putting it into the field. You're putting it into life in such a strong way that you're letting life know this is my intention. And I'm going to, to mention it. I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to treat it as if it's a done deal. This has happened, and we're great about it. I'm feeling so thankful for it. Think about how wonderful a year we can have by being thankful for all the things we want to create in our life for next year. And if you want to really have an amazing year, be thankful for all the challenges that are coming your way. Be thankful for all of the uncomfortable things that are coming your way in advance. Be thankful for everything life is going to bring you in the coming year before it's even happened. And by being thankful... Before any of it has happened, energetically, what we're doing, we're greasing the wheels. We're making it easier and smoother for us to get through any challenge, any situation, any experience that might come our way. You know, it, it, everyone talks about sort of being grateful for things after they happen, going back on reflecting for them and being grateful. How about being grateful for them before they even happen? Think about the positive energy you end up putting out there by being grateful before they even come your way. Hey, just writing down, I am grateful for all that life has brought to me in this coming year of 2019. Ooh, talk about setting yourself up for success. Ah, I can't think of a better way to do it. You know, and, and I've heard they've actually done studies where they measured like the, the electromagnetic field around us. And that when we're in gratitude, when we're being grateful for something, it's actually the highest frequency of emotion or or feeling that we can be in. So, you want to be a conscious co-creator with me? Come on, let's do this together. December 31st, let's all be grateful for whatever is coming our way in 2019. Are you with me? I tell you what, let's be grateful for what's coming our way and through 2019, why don't you email me, text me, write me, post me on Facebook and tell me what were you grateful for ahead of time and how did it show up and how did you get through it that might be a little different than how you normally get through your challenges. I'd be very curious to hear your experiences. I hope all of you who have listened to this broadcast today, who've heard all this, I hope this resonates with you. I pray that some of what we talked about touches your heart and serves you in the coming year. I am so grateful for all of you who have supported me, who have tuned in, who have listened to me, who have cheered me on, like Louise, who, who has been commenting so wonderfully. Thank you, Louise. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening on the Facebook Live today. And to all of you out there who listen not just to my show, but all the shows on the talkradio.nyc network, thank you all. We have some changes afoot for January. It will be an amazing year. I am grateful for it already. I hope you will stay with us. Um, And we still have new shows. I won't be here, but tomorrow we've still got two more new live shows tomorrow. Follow Me Friday and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Please tune into them. And after tomorrow, that'll be it for our live programming for the year. We will be back on January 2nd, which is a Wednesday with our Wednesday night programming. And we'll have new programming in store for you. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for being with me, even through all the technical problems. And we will talk to you all next year.
2: Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin, together we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc.
1: Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc.
2: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Sandwich.